What's up guys, it's Ollie from History Profiles and today I will be telling you about Lacusta, the first documented female serial killer in history. She was known to be an expert in herb lore and the art of poisons and this mastery would lead her into the inner circle of Rome's emperors and empresses. Anyway, let's get into the video. We know virtually nothing of Lacusta's early life. Her name is Lacusta of Gaul. Therefore, she must have been born or originally from Gaul. It is said that as a young girl, Lacusta would learn about herbs, as in Gaul, the practice was very common. She would learn the effects of each herb that she found, studying the medicinal and harmful effects they had on people. As a young woman, she would become highly skilled in the use of herbs for both healing and killing. In the late 40s AD, when Emperor Claudius reigned supreme, Lacusta made her way to Rome in the pursuit of a better life, as Rome was the greatest city on earth at this point, and Gaul was a tribal land full of barbarians. However, Rome's internal affairs were not so great, and were full of betrayals and assassinations. The last two emperors, Tiberius and Caligula, had been killed while they were in power, so a woman such as Lacusta, with her skill with poisons, would have been a great asset to a powerful man or woman wishing to kill for personal gain. What is evident is that Lacusta took her study of herb law very seriously, and she did become a master of her craft. She began creating hundreds of poisons for clients that she began to build up in Rome. Her extracts came from many plants, some that we know of were belladonna, hemlock, nightshade and arsenic. It is said that she would test her poisons on animals to check their effects and potency. Eventually, she became well known amongst Rome's upper class. She would rub shoulders with rich and influential men due to the quality of her poisons. However, Locusta would eventually be accused of murder and would end up in jail on several occasions. Each time, she would be released without charge due to her new rich clientele that could pull strings to get her out of jail. Soon enough, in 54 AD, Locusta came to the attention of Empress Agrippina, the wife of Emperor Claudius. You see, Empress Agrippina had a son called Nero, who she wanted to take the throne and become emperor. But Emperor Claudius already had a son called Britannicus. Worried that he may take the throne, the Empress employed Lacusta, as she was well known by the upper class and nobles of Rome. Emperor Claudius had food tasters to make sure his food was not poisoned. However, for some reason on this occasion, the tasters did not taste the poisoned food. The Empress Agrippina brought Emperor Claudius one of his favourite foods, which was mushrooms. However, Locusta had seasoned them with something sinister, which caused the Emperor to have intense abdominal cramps. Pretending to be worried about the Emperor, the Empress then provided him with a feather so he could vomit anything up that was making him feel sick. 
Locusta, however, had laced the feather with Atropa belladonna, a deadly nightshade, which is extremely toxic when ingested. Soon enough, Emperor Claudius succumbed to the poison. His son Britannicus was still around 13, and Empress Agrippina had convinced the Emperor to make her son Nero the heir before his death. Thus, Nero was crowned Emperor. In order to cover her tracks, the Empress accused Locusta of poisoning the Emperor, and once again, she was thrown into jail for murder. While she was awaiting execution, she was visited by Nero, who required her services. She was swiftly released from jail, and was given a task from Emperor Nero. As Britannicus was still alive, and had a claim to the throne, Nero wanted him dead. Locusta would be contracted to make another poison, and she got to work straight away. However, this poison was slow to work, and it only made Britannicus ill. Nero was absolutely furious. Nero found Locusta, and flogged her, and beat her with his own hand for her failure, then threatened her with immediate execution. She then provided Nero with a quicker acting poison, and promised this would cause a quick death. Britannicus was invited to a family dinner with Agrippina and Emperor Nero. The Romans drank wine with hot water, but some people preferred a more chilled wine. Britannicus wanted his wine to be cooled, and some cool clear water was mixed into his goblet of wine. However, this chilled water was also mixed with poison. Tacitus, a man present at the dinner party, had this to say. The substance was instantly effective, and he lost alike both voice and breath. Nero claimed to those present that Britannicus was merely suffering from an epileptic fit, and he had been afflicted with the condition since childhood. He died, just as he was to assume his manhood, and four months after his father's death. For her service, the Emperor had Locusta rewarded with large estates, and even sent her students wishing to learn the art of poison. Britannicus would have his funeral the very next day, after the dinner party. Emperor Nero had his body covered in gypsum, in order to paint his face and body white, to cover the effects of the poison on his skin. However, as he was carried through the funeral service, the rain washed away the effects of the gypsum, revealing the true colour of his skin, and to all spectators, it was evident that Britannicus had been poisoned. Locusta was pardoned of all her past crimes, and opened a school of herb law to educate people, mainly in the art of making deadly poisons. There at her school, they would test concoctions on animals and slaves. No doubt Locusta and her students were responsible for thousands of deaths, and she would grow very rich during the time of Nero's reign. However, Nero would face many political problems during the next decade of his reign. This would cause the Senate to declare Nero as an enemy of Rome, and they sentenced him to death by beating. Nero would instead 
force his private secretary to help him commit assisted suicide. After Nero's suicide, Locusta, who was very well known in Rome at this point, was condemned to die by the Emperor Galba during his brief reign. Her safety net, which was Nero, had disappeared and she now had to face justice for her crimes. The Romans were brutal with their execution methods and for Locusta, they thought up a depraved way to have her killed. She was ravaged to death by scores of men until she succumbed to exhaustion, dehydration and internal bleeding. Thus, Rome's most notorious poisoner was no more. I hope you all enjoyed the video. If you liked it, make sure to like, comment and subscribe. And be sure to share the video with all your friends. And I'll see you next time for another video. Bye.